You're listening to CISO Secret Podcast, brought to you by Checkpoint. And now, welcome your host, Grant Asplund. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of CISO Secrets. My name's Grant Asplund. I am thrilled to be here. You know, this is absolutely one of the greatest programs I think I've ever been invited to host because I get to talk to some amazing security experts and security leaders from all around the globe and you know you've heard them and you know it's been super fun this season talking with amazingly accomplished security women uh, as a father of three daughters you know I'm thrilled and it, I'm honored and and it really gets me excited to talk to these really accomplished women and and just how much they've done in cyber and boy I got to tell you today is not going to be any different uh, in fact, we're going international again today, and I always love it when we do that. Um, the lady I get a chance to speak with, her career is so storied and long, I would take up half the program reading all of her experiences, and, and I'm going to be totally straight up. Uh, she's in Spain, and I don't speak Spanish, and so if I butcher anything, I'm apologizing to her up front. But, you know, she's been senior product manager, security network systems manager for Orange in Spain, it appears, a director of information technology at ECS Group, information security product manager at uh, Santander, uh, security and business continuity manager for Indra, security privacy and continuity business manager at KPMG. Uh, I got to take a breath. Uh, <laughs> yeah, information security uh, senior manager at Calla Madrid, uh, group information security manager at Bankia. Council Member Information Security Forum, Data Protection and Privacy Center of Excellence Senior Manager at Medtronic, Head of Resilience, and then on now to the position she's holding at Atento, Global Chief Information Security Officer. It is our honor, pleasure. I'm thrilled to have a chance to talk with Isabel Gomez Isabel, welcome to CISO Secrets. It's great to have you. Thank you so much, Graham. I'm truly happy to have uh, this opportunity and to share this time with you. I'm, I'm truly honored. Thank oh, you so thanks. much. Listen, you know, I'm just a regular old guy. I mean, I always say it's my guests that really are just so amazing, and you're no exception. But listen, I just read through like a uh, a menu, these titles, and, <laughs> and didn't really give much context. Why don't you talk a little bit about your career and how you landed where you are, and uh, we'll just get started. Well, um, as you said, nowadays I'm the Global Chief Information Security Officer at Atento, but I have more than 22 years of experience in cybersecurity, uh, you know that at the first stage it was called IT security, now it's called cybersecurity. And I was involving since the first job, since the first time, since the first opportunity uh, to be the, the maybe the best 
uh, leader that I can be for my team and for my company. And now I have uh, an amazing opportunity in a multinational company that is listed on the New York Stock Exchange, mm. and, and and I'm truly honored to be to be here. Just five months since I'm started in the company, but I I'm really happy. To How's be honest. it been going? Really well. Uh, the things are great. I'm working a lot. I'm knowing a lot of people all around the world. You know, in in you know US, in mm. Latin, mm. in Mexico. In, in all of our regions uh, in EMEA. So, so we are working very closely in, in an amazing cybersecurity master plan, you mm. know, deploying all these initiatives. And I work in also hard in, in my own skills as a leader to provide the best services, not only to my company, mm-hmm. uh, just for my clients also that are part of our soul you know we are right. technology <laughs> right with human soul <laughs> talk if if you can just tell uh, our audience a little bit about atento and what what atento does uh, who is it yeah. for those that don't know yeah atento is a multinational company that, that is listed on the new york stock exchange and we are among the top five vpos company in the world our main goal is to provide the best experience for our customers, bringing together all the knowledge and experience, and experience that we have mm-hmm. of 20 years mm-hmm. in the use of the technology with a human touch mm-hmm. that distinguishes us in the market, uh, marketing um, as, as leaders in Latin America, EMEA, and of course in the USA when we are mm-hmm having a very important growth. Mm. Um, we generate partnership relationships to grow and evolve together with our clients based on innovation, both in of the tech, in terms of the technology uh, that we use in, in everything we do and through Atento Next, for example, or Atento uh, Ideas, which is our incubator, you know, for innovation that it's mm-hmm. maybe the key. And maybe something that is different from the other BPAs <laughs> or BPOs mm-hmm. uh, all around the world, it's uh, having the ISO 56002 certification mm-hmm. for innovation, mm-hmm. what it's really important for us. Yes. Wow. I'm just, I'm thinking to myself, uh, Isabel, five months into a job, and the job is a CISO for a global multinational BPO, and you start 14 months into a global pandemic that continues <laughs> to persist. And on top of that, 2020 was uh, something, 2021 was extremely extraordinary when it came to security events you have got to be i mean you're drinking from a fire hose building a strategy (laughs) for your organization but they're throwing some pretty nasty fastballs at you how are you contending with all of this 
well, may- maybe I'm a good dancer, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> brilliant. That's good. I, I can I can spend. Um, maybe I can make uh, decisions faster. <laughs> so this is something that uh, that uh, I think that it's good for cybersecurity teams and, and and of course for the rest of the company. Let me tell you also that the captain without their team, it's nothing. Mm. So I have an amazing team of people that are working for me, that we collaborate every single day. Uh, and trust me when I say every single day <laughs> for for providing the the best the best security or and the best protection to our clients mm-hmm. and to our customers mm-hmm. and and of course we adapt ourselves to the new technologies and we work from home we have an amazing solution called Atecto at home that make us provide services all around the world pretty easy mm. faster mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course cyber security protection <laughs> right easier safer faster right yeah <laughs> so I, i'm just thinking it's a challenge i mean i've been in this business for i guess about as long or so as you maybe longer even and it's really difficult to keep up with how fast things move and change, especially it seems today with IoT, with cloud, with cloud native. And, and I mean, you're just one person. So I've got to believe that team you speak of is highly critical. I mean, it, 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 you must rely heavily on them for their expertise in certain areas, right? I mean, do you have a bunch of lieutenants on your team, Isabel, that, that, that report up to you and kind of keep you sharp on all of the different technologies out there? Yeah. Um, let me tell you that uh, m- maybe the, the, the main skill for me, in my opinion, for a global CISO is curiosity. So I'm reading and I'm preparing myself every single day. Mm. I read a lot in newspaper. I read, read a lot uh, in technical uh, news. I work with an amazing club of CISOs all around the world. Mm-hmm. So we work together to, to give to our teams the best, uh, not, not advice, but maybe the best examples mm-hmm. that, that we can provide to them. So, so yes, everything is changing. It's changing faster. But if you want to know uh, how to protect, for example, TikTok, you need to understand how TikTok works. Mm-hmm. So you need to use it. You need to be prepared. And, of course, you, you need to, to provide technology with this human touch. Yep. Technology is important. It's important, of course, but if you don't have a team that they are really focused on their ideas, on the innovation, on provide diverse services every single day, mm. it's pretty difficult, you know, to have the best technology, but not the best services mm-hmm. for our internal and external clients. You know, I have to tell you, Isabel, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, and I love it, actually. I find it refreshing. In this day and age, 
where everyone is talking about AI and machine learning and bots and all of this, you've said multiple times human touch. Multiple yes. times you've emphasized the human element. And I find that very intriguing. Talk a little bit more about why that's so important. <laughs> yeah, uh, technology without human touch can provide a good experience to our customers. This is what I truly believe. In my opinion, this is the key to provide the best customer experience that we can provide to anyone all around the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that this idea, if, if you think uh, on this idea, it's uh, useful for your day, for uh, almost with the family, you know, <laughs> you you are the best version that, yes. that you can be. And the technology, uh, it's something that you use for share your human touch, mm. empathy mm -hmm. and kindness. Mm -hmm. It's very important nowadays. Mm. Uh, boy. I think that is so spot on. And I'm reminded of a call just yesterday. I was in the car with my wife and, and, you know, with Bluetooth, you know, she's in the passenger seat. But nonetheless, her phone call is in the car. Right. Yeah. And she's calling one of her suppliers. And the first thing it goes into is this automated uh, you know, hi, call. Are you calling about this? Because it knows her phone number. Are you calling about this number and this order? No, agent. And it just keeps talking. She's agent pushing zero. <laughs> agent. And and of course, the voice just keeps talking. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. I didn't hear your response. And you know, and all I thought to myself was, this is just a horrible, abysmal customer experience and yeah. it sounds like that's you're, you're striving for just the opposite of what she experienced yesterday yeah i, I think that technology for example um, you you have talked about uh, innovation um a you know this type of technology that is very important in our day of, uh, so if we are talking for example about bots it's not the same if you can provide a, a safe environment, a, a, a comfortable environment mm -hmm. when you talk with a machine. Right. It is not the same. Yeah. That totally. if you are talking, you know, with something cold and, you know, press one, two, three, you know, right. Right. I, I think that maybe the key is to know that in the technology, all that I tend to provide has this human touch. Yeah. That's very so, so you can feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And of course, I think that our agents uh, and our values is to provide the best services to our customers. Yeah. So, so, so we, we want to make them feel at home. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit, if we can, about the uh, changing landscape of the threats. I mean, we were talking oh. briefly uh, uh, about this. You know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, it was it was little characters getting eaten on your screen. But certainly today, it's a very serious ball game with very serious players with 
very serious intentions. And it seems, you know, internationally, the dynamics may even be even greater. Talk a little bit about, you know, how you achieve optimal security within your organization with all the the conditions that seem to be constantly in flux today. Yeah. Um, well, if we are talking about uh, threats, uh, as you know, uh, cyber criminals have a lot of resources and a lot of time to get ready and yeah. to prepare, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the, the best threats that they can to the their market right yeah well, just call it like this <laughs> and, and we've all heard i mean we, anybody in security has heard this so many times right you and i we the protectors we have to be right every time the bad guys just have to be right once right they, and and so it is quite a different dynamic yeah it, it's it's completely different so i think uh, or in my opinion um, we um, should um, do our best to be in front of, not behind of the threat. Mm. So proactivity of the technology that you can use for proactivity, for taking proactively uh, different cybersecurity measures, uh, it's one of the main key. And in all cases, I... I, I I think also that it's very important uh, to read <laughs> to read every single day what 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 is happening all around the world mm. because these situations can give you ideas mm. of how about how to be the best mm. uh, professional and maybe to create the best cyber security uh, master plan. Uh, in my case, I'm truly uh, focused on day-by-day threats, what it means uh, to be ready for every single situation that you can uh, have in in, in your life. Yeah, exactly. The supply chain attacks really taught us that. I think it's interesting. I talked to the chief revenue officer and uh, one of the co-founders from Argo and we were talking about the whole supply chain exposure that was brought to light recently with solar winds and whatnot, uh, and Kaseya, uh, right? Some of these, uh, you know, companies you subscribe to uh, provide updates to your infrastructure, and then they're delivering. I mean, who would have thunk it, right? So I think that that's a very sound strategy, but a challenging one, right? to constantly be asking yourself what could possibly happen yeah. that I'm not prepared for, right? I mean, to that that's difficult, I think, because you're forced to look at things in ways that are just uncomfortable or not natural or normal in order to figure out, ah, I'm exposed there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe the key is not been thinking in the future all the time. Maybe the key is to be ready to react faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, be, because it's impossible to be ready for any single type of threat right. <laughs> that right. you will find in the future. Right. But 
if, if, if you have the, the, the skills, the technology, and of course the capabilities of being ready for yeah. move yourself faster right. against right. this, you, you, you can make it better, yeah. may, maybe in different cases, in different types of situations. Um, an example might be, uh, you know, heavily segmenting your environment, micro segmentation so that you minimize blast area, right? So that if it does occur, you're making sure that it is contained and limited. I think that that's uh, very smart. You know, you talk about being prepared and what I kind of hear is prevention, stopping it at the front door as opposed to detection while of course detection is always part of the game and that seems to be a debate uh, uh, in the industry one that's been ongoing for a while you know do I focus on prevention or do I focus on detection because certainly prevention can have operational impact that's greater than just detection right you've got a little bit looser entry if you will um, talk a little bit about that strategy it sounds like you're more of the prevention camp yeah i i think that uh as you said detection and prevention are very important yeah. at the same level yeah. you know you, you you cannot prioritize one uh, instead of other uh, but uh, i think that proactively measures are the key mm. so 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 you, you, if you find a balance between these type of measures, and and of course you have enough training <laughs> in, in, to your team, to mm -hmm. your people, and they are ready mm -hmm. for different type of situations, you can make decisions faster and better than yeah. in the other type of environments. Right. You 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 mentioned training, and you know that's hitting on what I think everyone in the industry knows, we're just really short of human resources with the technical knowledge for cloud, for example, cloud native. Mm -hmm. So how do you address that? Do you invest heavily in training of your own team? How do you go about that? Yeah, I think that training is uh, the key for resolve several situations and be protected against several threats. So uh, it's very important that all your teams understand how to react in front of threat. Mm -hmm. be because you know, w once the threat, talking about, uh, for example, one ransomware, mm -hmm. if, if some type of this threat it's a coming or, or, or exploding in your infrastructure, everybody is running, you know, from side to side, yeah. getting nervous. Oh, my God, what's happened? Every, everybody is involved. But yeah. if all the company, your ESCO members, you know, from top to down, they are ready to react in calm and make the good decisions. You can restart your services as soon as possible and provide the best services to our mm -hmm. customers also. Mm -hmm. So the training uh, is the key. Uh, maybe, uh, and of course, uh, there's a lot of free information running <laughs> in in internet. And of course, we count with, with several third parties that provide us the, the best support and the best training when we need. Yeah, it's, uh, 
it's a challenge because you have two things constantly moving. I mean, you've got to keep yourself protected, but the technology is also changing. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, the bad guys seem to have the time where they're able to really, they, they don't have a business. They're not a BPO. <laughs> they're, they don't have a business <laughs> to continue, right? And that's the other thing that's uh, quite extraordinary on how prolific, how large, how sophisticated the threat actors have become. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a business. It's, Remember, it's a, it's a it, business. It, it, it is a very profitable business. Now, do you invest heavily? Is there a lot of ongoing uh, end user training for awareness within your organization? Do you do a lot of that? Yeah, I, I think that the key, it's not only the end users, as you said. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about also in families, mm. you know. The, the, the young people, the children must be ready for the future Yeah. because they born digital. <laughs> so That's digital right. is their life. They're natives, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, not so immigrants, they, they're natives. That's what I always say. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so they need also to be ready. And sometimes when you are uh, providing training awareness to their family, you know, you are providing also training that's to your end users. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting and very clever. I liken it to the strategy. Remember, Steve Jobs, I think, famously uh, went to the universities and sold them Macintoshes for very, very cheap with the strategy that they're going to graduate college and want to use a Macintosh. Right. So, I mean, it's similar in that if you're teaching the families under the guise of, hey, I'm going to make you smarter and more informed about how to use technology. But you're also accomplishing a key objective on being able to teach them how to not click on the wrong things or open the wrong attachments. Right. Exactly. If if we think in Christmas time, you know, our children receives a lot of technological devices mm. and the families, they need to have rules because, for example, uh, if they want to join someone to their private networks, they need to understand if someone is a safe person mm -hmm. or not. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't met this person uh, in real life, right. please do not join to their networks. And this is pretty simple for our kids. It is. So, you know, so this type of rules helps to the family to understand security, what provides a better security to our jobs also. <laughs> yeah. Remember back in the days, Isabel, when we didn't have cameras and we had <laughs> yeah. the whistle and scratch uh, uh, you know, 1,200 baud modem connections and you're typing. And I remember one of the lines used to be, be careful because you might be talking to a dog. <laughs> yes, right? absolutely. Be yeah, I remember. <laughs> because you, you don't really know at all. This was, you know, it was a far different time 25 years ago, but... 
I, I, I think in many ways it's very much still the same. It, you have to know who that is. And now what's happening, it's quite interesting, is uh, I'm sure you get them all the time, right? With the LinkedIn and the uh, let's connect here and there. Uh, and, and I'm really reluctant I don't trust. I, I I don't I don't trust like I used to trust. I guess yeah. uh, whether it's email, whether it's LinkedIn invitations, I'm just always on guard because it see because I've worked for a large security vendor, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm always thinking they're trying to leverage me to get in and exploit my company and i suspect that's got to be a concern of yours every night as well yeah absolutely i think that maybe you know if we are using linkedin the Mm -hmm. key is if they have a lot of contacts of your own network and 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 you haven't met in person Mm -hmm. maybe it's a good contact (laughs) in all cases you can make decision and say okay you, you said that you are a CISO, but you haven't any contact in CISO's work. Well, m- maybe you are new, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, in yeah. this category, you know, but maybe it's not. It's a yeah, true. Maybe not. <laughs> you know, I just, it's funny, I just got an invitation uh, and this person, you know, it, it said, you know, 15 years in the industry, yada, yada, yada. But then just like you said, I'm looking at the contacts and I'm thinking, you have three connections that are the same as me and you claim to be in this business. Yeah. Something, like, mm. something just doesn't smell right. I'm going to back away exactly. from the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, so, so what What really, um, I guess when you look at, at the landscape, Isabel, I'm curious, um, what keeps you up at night? What what keeps you? What really worries you the most about the threat landscape, the threat actors, you know, the future? What what's got you most concerned? Well, uh, maybe my main concern is to be ready to react and protect my company, my information, and of course my people against the threat. Mm-hmm. Because to be honest, I I cannot be ready for any single type of threat right. all around the world. Impossible. But I can make, uh, I can prepare uh, myself and my team um, and my board members to be ready mm-hmm. and for identify what is a threat. But I, 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 in my opinion, the key nowadays is to react faster in the good way. Mm-hmm. If you make a wrong decision, you will lose your company. Yeah, yeah, it's serious. So yeah. I, I have to pick at this a little bit because you've been incredibly successful and it is or seemingly has been kind of a man's world in cyber, oh, yeah. cybersecurity, <laughs> yeah. IT. Talk a little bit about how you've navigated those waters and managed to <laughs> climb the ranks uh, as a lady. Well, uh, it's a very good question. Um, let me tell you that, uh, as you said, uh, it's a man's world. <laughs> uh, but I have spent 22 years learning how to 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 ship mm-hmm. this 
waves. <laughs> so, so I think that uh, intelligence, effort, uh, kindness, and and of course uh, love, what you do, is what you have in your heart. You know, yep. I love cybersecurity. I love to protect people, information, infrastructures. It's it's what I love. So my day. It's uh, talking about different people. So for me, it's not a question, you know, about men or women. Mm -hmm. It's a question that all of us should have the same opportunities for being who who they want to be. Yep. It doesn't right matter your religion, wherever right you know your your aspect, wherever. Yep. If you are good at something, you must have all the possibilities and yep. all the opportunities yep. just demonstrate to the world that you can achieve your goals yeah here here i couldn't agree with you more i think that's uh and clearly you you've done a uh, an amazing job in your career isabel and i love what i hear this touch of humanness from you i've heard it through the entire conversation and i just really think that that's special especially with the pace of technology moving like it is it's easy to um to forget that love and empathy really really matter they really matter a lot absolutely talk a little bit about um how you are mentoring other ladies and oh. what the kind of activities you got going on to encourage more to accomplish like you well, uh, let me tell you that I'm very proud to say that I'm collaborating with uh, Tech Innovation. Tech uh, Innovation Girls is an amazing place where ladies uh, push hard for being and working in technology, oh, you know, cool. STEM career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I uh, had the opportunity of be a guest of several projects all around the world where young ladies from 8 to 14 works and prepare technological projects to resolve the, the, the problems of the world. Oh, Can cool. you imagine? Wow. So, so, so it's, it's one of my favorite projects all around the world. And of course, I love to collaborate with any single initiative that promotes STEM yeah. uh, in ladies. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. And and I'm I'm with you. I, I, I mentioned earlier. You know, I've got three daughters, and I certainly have always, you know, I've always been a fan of of embracing them and encouraging them to go accomplish anything that they want to accomplish. It's not a man's world, although I know uh, uh, it is and has been in some regards, but it seems like today society is really equalizing and saying, hey, you know, love what, the one you're with. I don't care who you are and what you are, just whatever it is you want to be, you know, swing for the fences, be the best at it, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think that that's a, an important life lesson uh, in everything that you do. Uh, so I, I, I think that's terrific. So any secrets you want to share, Isabel? Any final recommendations or comments maybe to other ladies that are uh, climbing the 
cybersecurity ladder and in ways to get there other than certainly the things you've spoken about clearly curiosity i love that one i think that one is spot on in this industry but any other points of advice maybe i would like to say that the the women should be themselves. Mm. it's very important to be yourself don't, don't, don't matter who you are. Show to the world your capabilities, your skills, your empathy, yeah. and the way you work. Because if you are true, if you 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 are the best version of you, mm-hmm. this is this is what the other people around you will appreciate a lot. Yeah, and this is right. what, what what can open any single door. It doesn't matter. Uh, if they are men or women, <laughs> I, I think that people is people. Yeah. It doesn't matter the rest. Yeah, I agree. I, I always say, you know, I've never met a man or a woman that doesn't put his or her uh, pants on one leg at a time, just like me. So uh, I always try to remember that. But, uh, hey, this has really been a terrific time talking with you, Isabel. I really appreciate, you know, just I I love the positive human element that you clearly bring to your job, your life, uh, and appreciate you sharing it with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for this amazing time. I really enjoy it. And, and, And thank you so much for 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 this. Really, really thank you. Grant, I really enjoyed it. Maybe it's the the it's my first postcard, and I really love it. Yeah, <laughs> hit it so out of the much. park, Isabel. You are awesome, and so let's have you back again. Maybe I can have you on my other podcast, Talking Cloud, sometime. Of course, I'm Brilliant. I'm I'm ready for anything you need. And I look forward to visiting you in Madrid and sharing tapas. And uh, you will be very welcome. I, and I can share my secret places with you. <laughs> oh, now, now you're talking. Now you're talking. <laughs> Isabel, thank you very, very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Isabel Gomez, Global Chief Information Security Officer at Atento. Uh, it was really great. Thanks, Isabel. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a good day and take care. And of course, Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, that's right. Happy New Year to you. Thank you so very thank much. Thank you so much. All righty. Have a good time. You bye-bye, Grant. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining this episode of CISO Secrets. That was a great conversation with Isabel. What a lovely lady. I could tell. I mean, I'd love to be on her team. You could tell that that's a... Uh, That's a pretty awesome team. Uh, Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you the very, very best and look forward to having you back on the next episode of CISO Secrets where we get a chance to talk to another amazing global CISO leader. Until then, take care. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends and colleagues. 